Hello, hello, hello. You're listening to the Church Within You podcast, the show that has a tidbit or two that will add to your spiritual plate. The Bible says, if you believe in Jesus Christ, you are God's temple. The church is meant to be Jesus's hands and feet to share the love of Jesus with a lost and lonely world. Let's be the church God wants us to be. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. I'm Elder Barbara Hayes, your host. So glad you tuned in. Let's see what the word has for us today. Praise God, praise God. Coming from John 3.16, and my title for today's reading is God Loved the World. See, the true meaning of Christmas is love. It says in the book of John 3.16.17, for God so loved the world that he gave his only, one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life, that he should have eternal life. Amen. Here we have perhaps the most well-known verse in the Bible. God loved the world of people, and his love was not merely sentimental. Rather, it prompted him to act. God the Father gave his only son as a substitute for sinful human beings. That's you and I. He would die in their place, bearing their sins. But salvation from sin through the Son requires faith, our sincere faith. Everyone who believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. When you trust in Jesus alone as your sin bearer, divine judgment is removed and eternal life is freely given. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him. The true meaning of Christmas is the celebration of this incredible act of love. Those who love darkness rather than light so that they can try in vain to hide their sinful deeds will experience eternal judgment for rejecting this beautiful gift of God. The prophet Isaiah said this in the ninth chapter. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government shall be upon his shoulder, and his name shall be called Wonderful, Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. The child is born and the son is given. His birth would be at a definite time and place in history, and this messianic son would be born uniquely and marvelously. Isaiah records five names that would characterize his function as the Messiah. The first would be wonderful. The Messiah would himself be a supernatural wonder. Praise God. The word, the Hebrew word pili is only used of God and never of humans are human works. Isaiah 28, 29. The Messiah will show his character by his deeds and by miracles. The next name would be counselor. The Messiah would be the incarnation of perfect wisdom and have the words of eternal life. 
as counselor, he would disclose the perfect plan of salvation. See chapter 11. The third name is mighty God. In the Messiah, all the fullness of deity would exist in bodily form. That's in Colossians 2 and 9, the book of John, chapter 1, verses 1 and 14. Then we have everlasting father. He not only would come to reveal the heavenly father, but he would act towards his people eternally as a compassionate father who loves gods and supplies the needs of his children. Check out Psalms 103, the 13th verse. Then we have the Prince of Peace. His rule would bring peace with God for humankind through deliverance from sin and death. Praise God. Look at Romans chapter 5 verses 1 and also chapter 8 verse 2 in that self-same book, book of Romans. At the same time, we recognize the hand of the Holy Spirit in the specific wording. This glorious prophecy of the birth of the Messiah reminds Israel that the victory bringing Messiah would be a man. The Messiah could have been an angel or the Messiah could have been God without humanity. But neither of those options would have qualified the Messiah to be our savior and high priest as Jesus is. The child had to be born. What? an amazing mystery. There is nothing weaker, more helpless, more dependent than a child. The Messiah could have come as a fully grown man, created as an adult, even as Adam was, but for Jesus to fully identify with humanity and to display in his life the servant nature that is in God, he made himself of no reputation taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men's. Take a look at Philippians, the second chapter, the seventh verse. Our Messiah is the mighty God. He is the God of all creation and glory. The Lord who reigns in heaven, the one worthy of our worship and our praise. Hallelujah. The Messiah is the everlasting father. The idea in these Hebrew words is that Jesus is the source of author of all eternity, that he is the creator himself. It does not mean that Jesus himself is the person of the father in the Trinity. The Messiah is the prince of peace. He is the one who makes peace, especially between God and man. Whenever, in short, it appears to us that everything is in a ruinous condition, let us recall to our remembrance that Christ is called wonderful because he has inconceivable methods of assisting us and because his power is far beyond what we can conceive. Then when we need counsel, let us remember that he is the counselor. When we need strength, let us remember that he is the almighty, strong in battle. Praise God. Then when new terrors suddenly spring up and when many deaths threaten us from various quarters, let us rely on that eternity of which he is with good reason called the father. And by the same comfort, let us learn to soothe all temporal distresses. 
when we are tossed by various tempests and when Satan attempts to disturb our consciousness, let us remember that Christ is the Prince of Peace and that it is easy for him to allay all our uneasy feelings. Thus, will these titles confirm us more and more in the faith of Christ and fortify us against Satan and against hell itself. Praise God. The Father's purpose in sending his Son into the world was to bring salvation, not condemnation. Motivated by love, God acted to save the world. Condemnation only comes to the one who does not believe in the one and only Son of God. Salvation from sin and judgment is free for the taking. But if you reject the miracle cure that the doctor offers, don't blame him when you succumb to your fatal illness. God's love is one of his foundational attributes. Take a look at Psalms 103 verses 8 through 12. Then the book of John, the third chapter, the 16th verse. The book of Ephesians, the second chapter, verses 4 and 5. And lest I forget, 1 John chapter 4, verses 9 and 10. God's love has the power to melt hard hearts and make rebels surrender. It is unlimited far beyond human comprehension and serves as a wellspring of all forms of human love. However, human affections pale in comparison to the unlimited love of the Father who is himself love. 1 John 4 and 8. When we say that God's love is unlimited, we mean that it has no boundaries, measurements, or exceptions. It is inherent to his nature since he is infinite. His love is also infinite. Because God's love is unlimited, no one is beyond redemption. Know this, God loves you much more than you yourself could ever fathom or believe. God loves you so much that he sent a special gift for you. He sent his one and only son that you and I might have a chance at eternal life. In closing, I admonish you to be ye ready. Be ye also ready. Just as he sent his son, praise God, unaware. A special gift to you and I. So be alert. Because just as he came, we have no idea when he will return. We must stand and be ready. Give strict attention. Be cautious. Be active in your faith. For you do not know the day, nor the hour, when our Lord shall return and come and crack the sky. Let us be ready. Let us be ever so patiently waiting for that great day when our Lord shall return. Pray for me as I pray for you. Blessings, may God keep you, and may his smile forever shine down upon you. Amen and amen.
Once again, I thank you for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the Church Within You podcast, now available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple, Google, Amazon Music, or hopefully from wherever you're logged in. Next time, invite a friend or two. I welcome your support in getting the word out to those near and dear to you. Be sure to click subscribe. Have a blessed rest of your day. So glad you chose to tune in. Blessings.